Wow. Notorious HTC is back with another episode of the Notorious Talk Podcast. Officially in 2022. For our first weekend, we're exactly three days away from the uh, year anniversary of an insurrection. COVID is still happening. It's rampant. Has not slowed down. And neither have I. I have not slowed down in the slightest many terms. The Notorious Samper EP is officially out live now. September 7, 2021 was the official release date of the Notorious Sampler EP. I have been working tremendously on new music. I've already got two, three new songs out now. Hudson just dropped the other day. Saturn's Letter and No Daydreams. I now have a couple other new stuff that I've been working on and then I'm just absolutely loving it the melody, the style, everything is great but this new episode I know it has been a while since we have done the podcast this is a special great episode with a good friend of mine I would say that I have met through social media, through the power of the internet we'll see Corleone, independent rapper singer, artist entertainer And just an all-around dope guy. Dope guy. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Notorious Talk Podcast. Check out Notorious Talk Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can always follow me as well, Notorious HTC. I appreciate y'all's love and support. Peace and love. We are back with another episode of uh, Notorious Talk Podcast, yours truly, Notorious HTC. Uh, we are in the beginning of a brand new year, 2022. Um, it has been a crazy year with 2021. Um, I've been able to cap it off with a brand new project out, Notorious uh, Sampler EP is officially out on SoundCloud and works now on Spotify and Apple Music as well in the future. I follow the show on Instagram at Notorious Talk Podcast and then on uh, Twitter as well, Notorious underscore uh, Talk Podcast. Uh, So we have a great guest uh, joining us today, a friend of mine, uh, definitely for sure for a minute through social media, through the power of, uh, you know, technology and information. We can learn things in real time and we can also look at... um, great up-and-coming independent artists and for someone who myself that does music independently completely just for the hell of it for fun um it's nice to see rappers and other artists and singers take their own crap and into the direction they want to do um so we have a special guest we'll see corleone how you doing brother what's up bro i'm good how about you i'm good man i appreciate you joining the show um, I know we've been talking about it for a minute, you know, with scheduling and, you know, especially during the holidays and stuff, man, it's hard to get to anything these days, but I definitely appreciate, you know, you taking your time doing the show and just having a conversation. Anytime, man. Happy to be here. 
Absolutely, man. So, you know, it's crazy. You know, I guess a good way to start this off is kind of kind of giving people the history of how you and I connected. I think it's through Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? I mean, there's just a million different social media. But I remember when I first moved into this apartment that I'm in now, um, I think I FaceTime you or something on Facebook or something for like 30, 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it was Facebook. I, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if you remember that. But yeah, we had a good conversation. And I think, I don't know if it was before or after I bought your a copy of your, your record. Might have been yeah, before. I, I think it was, I think it was before, and I think you were talking to me about it, and I think I went on, like, that night or the next night, I bought a um, copy of It's Different This Time, which, by the way, man, what a great fucking record. I, I know, not to kiss ass or any of that, but it, it's such a great sound. I hear a lot of Toronto-type sound. I hear especially a lot of North Carolina-type sound, which, if you ain't doing that, that, you know, from being from North Carolina, <laughs> you know, that'd be right. a bad Right, for sure, man. But it's 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 a great it's a great record, man. Um, there's there's a at least three four songs off the top of my head that I have on my repeat on Spotify, um, especially for this year. Um, and then I think I had a couple from like the year before. You know, they do like the Spotify rap and stuff for each year and stuff like that. Uh, but I had a couple of years on that. I mean, for sure, I had Doku with me or against me. I think I had um, Make It Stack and Aviators I had for the top four on my repeat for this year. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Freedom Infinite. Yeah, he's on He's on that song, Aviators with me. Yeah, man. The melody, the, the lyrical style and just it's, it's, it's fresh. It really is fresh, but it's 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 great man i mean really i mean off of and as an independent artist like yourself and dropping that um at least in my perspective to be able to listen to that many songs off of one record continuously you know at least once a week i'm or twice a week i'm hearing one or two of those songs at least you know on the repeat part but it's a great record man i love I it. it i love it yeah. i really appreciate it absolutely man you know i mean it's you know, it's still it's still a fresh record in my eyes i know it's been out since 2018 but it's still got it still has the the way the production style was done you know like you know give me a little bit of that backstory you know who'd you work with on that the producing do you do it all yourself and do you work with other people what's your process so i got i gotta got give it to my boy Clyde till rocks will like okay. that's that's my go-to engineer. Like he produced um he produced Make It Stack. There's like two versions of Make It Stack. There's one that I dropped in 2016 or 2015, yep. and then there's the version on the album that's like Make It Stack 2018. Yep. Um he produced Vision and Dear Lord, but he engineered, he mixed and mastered the whole project. Like that's the guy I sent everything to. That's um, beautiful. That's trying beautiful. Trying to think of the other producers. Some guys that I bought beats from off YouTube. Um, and oh. we gotta get you gotta get something done ASAP. Like cause you yes. got you got some stuff that like I'm 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 in that realm right now as far as like my, my friend of mine. So like we 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 definitely gonna chop it up. But I'm uh, uh, uh I'm trying to think uh um, 22 is off to a good start. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yes, sir. 
Um, there's a, a um, hold on. Let, let, let me give these guys a proper credit. Um, That's what I man, take your time. Take your time. There's no rush. <laughs> Is there, I know I put it on the back of the um, album and all that, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. It didn't show think, it on. Um, and so I think you sent me an autograph. I think you sent me an autograph copy, yeah. I think. Yeah, I still have it. I still have it in my drawer. I have a, a collection of uh, different autograph records I'll have. There's a, a a good buddy of mine, man. I've been friends with him. I probably found out about him about 2011, 2012. Byron Bank mm -hmm. out of out of uh, I think San Antonio or out of Houston, uh, Texas. Um, he's a, he's a dope guy, man. He's been he's been doing this shit for a long time, and I see a lot of um, characteristics when it comes to the music in, in different ways that you have and that he has. I'm like, oh shit. It's just it's dope, and I'm still friends with uh, his, his. He goes by uh, Byron Bank, uh, B Y R O N Bank. Um, he's dope too, but it's just funny just how, even back when, man, technology is still connecting people together. That's awesome. We gotta me and him gotta do something too. You vouch for him? Oh, for sure. I haven't worked with him on any music itself. Um, he was. He was already way ahead before I really, because I, I found out about him, you know, back when I was towards the tail end of high school. And then um, I didn't start actually selling my own beats and stuff till late 2014, 2015 when I was in college. Uh, but I was doing music production as a hobby and stuff and teaching myself along the way uh, with me being, um, you know, born with no right side ear, but I have a prosthetic now. I'm sure you've seen the the, the journey on that. Yeah. But I um I'm also you even use that as like one of your covers too. Yeah, that's what I use for the uh, notorious sampler EP, which dropped on my uh 27th birthday last year, September 7th. So and I have three new songs out since then. So I'm not just dropping a, a record just to put it out and then not to do nothing for a while I'm, I'm putting out music uh reoccurring especially right after the after i dropped the record because i just i got shit i gotta put out i got shit i gotta do you know and there's it's not like i finish a song and do it and then put it out it's i'll listen to it okay and then i'll keep making new stuff and until i like the one that i like for sure that's worth putting out there's there's two definitions for me music that i make that i'm only going to listen to no one's ever going to hear or there's music that i love to hear and listen to just like the other one but i want to put out and i want people to see it's not a calculated type of thing it's just it's from the heart you know, for me, I have a podcast, I do music, I'm writing a book, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I have a lot of hobbies. I'm not looking to make cash off this. I'm just doing this for what I love to do. And I think I have a, a, a good style to certain things I do, you know, and that's what I see, you know, you're you, in correlation with my passion for stuff, your passion for music, and how you're able to cross different styles of music i mean because you're not just a rapper you're also a singer too right you know what you know uh, the, i'm sorry to sidetrack but you said with your producers and stuff you said you know yeah. um, you want to give them the proper shout out 
All right, so um, a dude named Executive Beats, I bought um uh, the beat for Goku from. With Me or Against Me was by Cormill. He's kind of like popping as far as like the people yeah. buy like from uh, um, the YouTube beats. That's uh, got like a yeah. radio type play type sound, man. Yeah. I, I, I might I might actually keep pushing that because, you know, I, never, I, I promoted it a little bit, but I didn't really go as hard with it as I wanted to because like from the time that I dropped this up to now, I've been really just learning how to market. I've been teaching myself how to market and dropping stuff. That's how come you probably right. see ads for different songs and stuff. But I never just like went all the way in with that one song. Um, uh, Almost There by T Customs, um, King Me, Lamborghini Dreams, and Nobody Help was um uh, for classics, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Product was all about four classics. Um, my boy Chris Torres did No Time to Waste. Ain't no way to him. Um, oh, you know what? I know they helped by somebody named Loud Superstar Beats. Um, okay. Aviators was produced by Clientel. I almost forgot that he made that beat. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Clientel. That dude's a beast. Seriously, man. And, um, that, guy, that guy is stacking ammo like left and right. And you're using that sorry. ammo to spray and kill in every direction. I That's got incredible. you, bro. And Real music so special. Um, I think I gave T Customs a shout out. Um, he did all he did almost there. Superstar O did for me, which is like an old song. I put that song out on my um uh, um so far faded mixtape, but I had to re-record it because I wanted to like put it on. Um, I wanted to put it on a major platform because a lot of people gave me compliments about that song. It was performed all the time at the um little showcases and the open mics and all that. Okay. And I re-recorded it, got clientele to mix it and master it for me to give it that um, more professional sound. Beautiful, beautiful. I forgot who is different this time. Ah, oh, man. Um, it's different now. Uh, I, I, I'd have to, like, somehow another find my hard drive and look at who made that beat. But I'm uh, sad yeah. that whoever made it different this time. I'm going to end up having to pay. I'm going to end up having to pay all you guys some more money because <laughs> at some point this is going to get some more streams. So, you know. I'm a man of my word. I, I pay. I believe in paying the producers. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be on no shicey shit. Before. Well, hey, at least you ain't gonna be on no Birdman baby type thing, man. I mean, listen, oh, <laughs> I, I've, I've had this conversation before. I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast before, but I, I had respect for baby in the sense of, as a businessman, until I heard official. I always heard rumors that he don't pay nobody, but what really made it clear was ross came out rick ross came out with a magnitude of a song called um what was that rather me than you well that was off his record but he had a uh whole song i I forgot the name yeah he 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 sent shots at ross because they were tight and I'm sorry, but if you can't pay your producer, you can't pay your artist, you can't pay anybody who works for you a decent and understanding and compensatable wage of whatever it may be, you figure it out, but you should. That's your job. Work ain't free. You know, Work, working for free to help someone come up or start up is one thing if you're willing to do that. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not all, we're obviously we're here to, you know, people in this industry and stuff are here to make money and stuff, of course. But the reason why they came here is because it's for their craft. 
it's their hobby it's what they love to do whatever it may be and so for that if you want to have a good business environment that's positive and 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 there's confidence in that industry and that institution how i look at it you're going to get better opportunities for artists who are worth it to come up and get a better opportunity you know it's not just going to be for the ones for you know the their particular set of people you know people need to be able to have an opportunity to and be able to learn and educate themselves as like yourself self-taught or you know talking and working with other people opportunities to know what they can do what they need to do to become successful without having to make a a jackass out of themselves you know what i mean in this day and age that's a full-time job and i'm sorry but for me as a human being let alone someone who, you know, likes to make music. I'm not particularly famous and I don't give a shit. And I'll maybe one day we'll see what happens. But for me as a fan of your music, it makes me not like you as a human being, like Kanye. <laughs> you know, like no disrespect, but goddamn. Talk about being a uh talk about being a uh fucking soap opera a soap drama a soap opera like it's fucking it's insane it really is it's sad yeah 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 he's definitely a unique dude man because <laughs> with, with everything that's going on but you know that's jay it is man you know and i think um and i think that you know as we we're talk- talking back on your last record um with it's different this time i like this new single that you put out spirit bomb that thank you that sound that opening is what immediately caught me that sound with that sample that you had what um what what, where's um do you know the backstory of how that came about into that into that record because that's just interesting because i you know honestly it's, it's what you mean is like as far as him making it or like as far as yeah like me putting yeah it, if there is any sort of preconceived idea to throw it in there how to work with it i don't know that that's just and uh just a curiosity in mind because that was interesting I, I was honestly just trying to like put something together man that i'm uh, uh you know i i've been i've been really into um travis scott's music and you know mm. i was um we, me and my girl took a trip to atlanta to um just stay with some friends and my my engineer actually moved down to Atlanta. So you okay. know we, we met over him, chopped it over him for a little bit and he was just showing me some beats and he just told me to pick a few out. And I was like, all right, yeah. Um I started playing through some of them and that one instantly caught my ear. And I was like, That's what's up. Wow. Yeah. It's like, like you knew you knew you did maybe at the time you may not knew at that time what you're gonna do with it. <laughs> but I knew, but I was you knew you knew you're going to make something great with that and for that it, that was dope man that that you know perfect perfect ending to that because i mean that's a good that's a good one that's a good one for sure i mean for sure man what um so you said you in the you know i guess you said in the present time you've been working on marketing yourself and getting yourself more exposure and stuff you know what um, what's that process like, you know, for you? What are you, what are you doing watching now that you weren't? Videos. What's that? Watching a ton of YouTube videos. Okay. Um, paying for all these, um, 
paying for all these master classes and I'm uh, uh, watching all these modules, even taking notes, you know, like taking it real serious. Like I'm in school, okay. you know, writing notes now for uh, just um, and, and trying to perfect the content. Saying dedicated, you know, to discipline, you know, <clears throat> with the consistency. How are the math, master classes? Are they, in your opinion, are you getting your money's worth out of them as a, as a consumer? For the, for, most part, for the most part, but like at the end of the day, you know, you, it, it's just like Gary Vee said, you, you got, you can watch all these, you watch all these videos from all these gurus, take master class after master class, read all these books, but you got to execute in. You know, with, with um uh, my my schedule, which I'm I'm about to work on this year, okay. Because I've been I've been working like six days a week, and then like at least four nights a week because like I got a job and then I got like a side job. Um, yeah. I'm about I'm about to just like cut down on some over there, budget a little bit better, so I don't have to be like so dependent on it. And working then like really a fucking resource. And I'm gonna give myself more time to actually really, really, really lock in with the dream because you know, yes, you need money to fund it, but you it, also it gotta enjoy no yourself in the life that you have. And it, it obviously, it's gonna be work, but it's more work that you enjoy, that's comforting, and you sort of not 100%, but you sort of less have it more by the reins. You know what I'm saying? You have more of a right. control of it and you're able to determine what you want to do. You know, that's a good opportunity to have. That feels great. I went through something like that not too long ago. So I absolutely know that, you know, what you're, you know, where you're coming from. Right. Got to have that perfect balance. It's tough, man. I mean, how, how old are you? I'm 27. I'm 30, bro. Okay, so we're in the same age group, you know, we're not too far off. So um, I got a right. good buddy of mine, he, uh, King Thomas, shout out to King Thomas, man, he's a good buddy of mine for a little bit now. Uh, so he's, I think, about 30. I have a couple other friends who are about 32. Um, you know, so, you know, we're close in age. But yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, man, trying to figure things out, at, you know, especially maintaining as an independent artist like yourself. Which is obviously not sounds like you truly are pushing the goalposts further and further for yourself as you keep, you know, moving on to that next goalpost from what it sounds like. Absolutely. So what so you've been doing the marketing now. Where do you what do you see yourself, you know, going forward, you know, within 2022? You know, what's what's on your agenda? So by the end of the year. I want to have my label um, legitimate because you know I, have, I haven't really gotten the LLC yet, which I'm about to do very, very. Is that very the soon. name of your label? Oh no, my, my label's called Bad Dog Productions. Okay. I'm just gonna get like the paperwork done for it. Um, uh, okay. We're gonna work on getting some more funding. Uh, I'm gonna drop more consistently. I know I I know I said it a billion times, but this time I, I have like a little um, uh, I have like a little gap of time where I'm gonna be able to be home a little more. So yeah. I'm going to focus on getting some more recordings done. Um, I, I just like for the Spirit Bomb video, I, I shot it myself and edited it myself. Like I, I didn't technically shoot it myself. Like my girl held the camera and I edited it. But like yeah. it was pretty much all self, self done. 
self-planned you know, out at the drawing board, you know, the drawing board behind you, you got, you know, you got your, your blueprint, your blueprints laid out for how you're going to do that operation for being able to shoot the video. Where'd you go to uh, locations to go shoot your video? It was, it was dark outside. So you wouldn't be able to tell it, but really it was just like the, um, the backyard. It was really just the backyard. Okay. This is like my first video just to like test out how the camera works. Um, uh, learn how to use Adobe Premiere. The next right. one I'm gonna work on getting some more frames. Um, put a little bit more B-roll in there. Try to get okay. some more um, more effects going on with it. Work on my transitions. Each video is gonna be better than the last because you know, like, I could spend about five hundred dollars letting the videographer record me and then I'm uh send it to me whenever they can send it to me or I could spend about $600 on the camera and I'm a, a little money on the software and then do it myself and have the um, resources infinite, you know, and I, I really, exactly. I really, That's like, when it comes to everyone has their independent job and everything. If you want a specific wine designer, you want a special lady to sew your clothes or do whatever the hell you want to do in life. Okay. But I'm old school when it comes to, working hard at least you know working jobs and you know my thing is learning how to do it yourself because that is in my perception and I think it's common at least from what my parents and their parents been telling them and so on and so forth it's an invaluable tool because you know how to do it so it's like with COVID we didn't have no mount no masks no gowns we had no medicine for a lot of stuff because it was all overseas so if we can do it here if we can learn how to do it ourselves so to speak we don't need nobody else we can do it but plus also knowledge is power and you learn something every day so get your hands dirty figure out how to do it save a little bit of money plus it's good on your paper at the same time right plus you, you, are you familiar style. With oh yeah yeah he's, uh, he's also like a bigger close yeah, well, him like Mac Miller too, man. He, uh, far as independent goes, man. on a full, yeah, RIP to him. Um, but those independent cats, like one of my dudes that I love listening to, uh, I'm a big West Coast guy, you know, with the Notorious Sampler EP that dropped. You know, there's a sound of every, of pretty much every major region of hip hop for the most part um right. on on that record and there's one um 187 and with 187 um i got that influence from my um, king little g i don't know if you heard of him out of compton yeah, yeah I, mm -hmm. I listened to him for a minute man and i still do um but he's just a, another independent dude that does his own shit and um, he don't give right. a fuck about He actually comes around a lot. And then, oh, sorry. Bro. No, go ahead, man. Go, what's up? He actually comes to Raleigh a lot. And he packs out the, uh, um, I want to say, the Lincoln Theater. And I'm wow. like, uh, I never seen him live. Yeah, I never seen him live. Um, I think he did a show in Florida one time way back. But it was down in Miami. It was just like three, four hours from me. So. Um, but he's just an interesting dude, independent artist, you know, that's, you know, who I love to listen to for sure, especially on the West Coast. There's not a lot of modern West West Coast cats these days that so prevalent, you know, it just depends. 
Right. But, you know, so now that you, you're figuring out, you know, different new things for yourself, where, you know, where, you know, once you get your label set, you know, do you have a lot of artists that you work with more commonly than others or the ones that you're tight to behind the scenes that you see being a part of your team once you establish, you know, or, you know, your, your label? I'm technically the only artist on my label now. It used to be like more so of a, a crew, but then, you know, right. everybody like, I'm, I'm still cool with all like the guys that um uh, I started this thing out with, but you know, everybody wanted to branch out and do their own thing as they should, because you know, I I'm, I got a boss mentality. So the people I'm around have to have a boss mentality too. I can't blame them if they right. want to do their own thing. Um, now, whoever whoever blows up first, we all we all decided like, yeah, if you blow up first, I'm gonna pull you up. You still pull still rock up, with them, still right support them. Right. They're still your homeboy, regardless. Yeah, my little brother raps too. Um, Nate Nathan, uh, he, he changes his name all the time. I'm just called EXO Nate because that's what his uh, that's what his <laughs> Instagram is. Okay. Or um, uh, Nate is great, and I'm uh he he want he wants to sign under me. But um uh you know we we're gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on getting myself established first and then like he might mess around below before me, who knows? But uh how how yeah. old is your little brother? He's 22. Okay, okay, there you go. Yeah. I got I got a little brother, man. We're 18 years apart. I went 18 right. years without having no little brother. I got three sisters. So I grew up in a house of none but women. My dad, I was tight. We all go see him every other weekend. So everyone was always involved, just separated, divorced parents. But I've always, goddamn, I've always wanted that little brother that was just a couple years, a few years younger than me. Someone to have, you know, under your wing type thing. But I had a, my sister's old, uh, old fiance, whatever. They're no longer together, but... They were together for like 14, 15 years. So he was always my big brother in a sense like that. But it, um, but it wasn't like that dynamic to how I would want like a little brother. But it, it is what it is, you know. But, you know, it, you know, I don't know how your relationship with your little brother, but I'm sure it's close at some point, at, at, you know, to some degree. <laughs> I'm sure. It is. We didn't really grow up in the same household together because, you know, he, he grew up with my mom more so and I. I was raised by my grandparents. Okay. But um, uh, okay. We, would, we would always see each other. Okay. Well, that's what's up, man. I'll definitely have to check him out, man, for sure. Yeah, just shoot me. Yeah, you know. I'll see some of this stuff after this. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate that. But, um, you know, it's interesting. You know, we were talking about how some of the music, you know, you're digging on my end, um, you know, Notorious HTC on uh, Instagram or official notorious music. I think it is now. I have no idea. I changed. I think I made another Instagram account for like personal, but I'm like, yeah, it's too much work. I never even decided. So I just kept out all of it under think official notorious music or something. Uh, but, right. you know, I appreciate you, you know, the love support you're giving me with some of the new projects and stuff that I was working on. I just dropped uh, Hudson uh, the other night, yeah, uh, New Year's day. I, it's, I, I, I'm a very visual type of guy. Like for me, man, you know, I'm writing my book right now. Um, so it's the first podcast I've done in a long time, but I've been doing the music at the same time. So again, man, it's hard to keep up with fucking things. But when I get to it, it I, I put my heart and soul into it. That's why I want to do another episode of the podcast if my heart wasn't into it, whatever. 
but right. for me with the music um you know being born with no no right ear and then i'm 85 90 deaf in my left ear so i'm almost completely deaf but i have the 3d printed uh, prosthetic gear in the uh what i call the bionic hearing aid it's it's metal it uh i have metal implants in my head and my hearing aid just pops on like a little button on the side i take it off when i shower or whatever the fuck but when i wear headphones with this bitch i'm hearing things and music that i've never heard even with just shitty 20 headphones but for me i learn music it brings out yeah it, it brings i'm hearing shit that y'all ain't even hearing People born with perfect hearing, pristine, nothing wrong with it. Um, I'm hearing shit that people can't hear in certain ways. It's weird, but um, I, I taught all my myself how to play music um, by ear. I don't know how to read music. I never will. I don't care. So I've made it this far musically with my ability to play piano, drums. I used to play guitar pretty well. I suck ass at that. I could play bass pretty decently um bass is easy to pick back up um, but i play clarinet saxophone different stuff but my go-to is definitely piano and drums for sure um you I sound musically yeah for sure and no one's in my no one in my family everyone in my is musically uh declined whatever the fuck you know it's just you know it's the complete opposite i just always had music for me it was always an outlet for expression and then i found out creative writing and remedial writing class that's how bad i just didn't give a fuck but once i found out that i didn't give a fuck and i had to learn the repercussions of that in tech breaks at a retake english class they did a creative writing course and I took it and i was actually really good at it that's how i found out so i applied that with music i was in a little group band in high school with drawing you know like a little cover thing we did nirvana we did a whole bunch of things but for me, I used to, I was in choir and stuff like that. So it's a dude who's deaf. You'd think deaf people sing like shit, which they do. But for me, I've been able to teach myself with a hearing aid to have the ability to be able to hear normally. Without that, I would have never been able to sing on key and sing at the right tone and being able to pick up tempo and be able to change tempos and all that stuff. Um, so it's, it's crazy. So a lot of that story is going to this book that I'm writing. Um, it's come along pretty well, so I'm happy. Um, but with this music, man, the Hudson thing, the visualization, I'm it just I picture walking through Hudson Park or walking through New York along the Hudson River at nighttime, like cold, wintery, burst night type thing. And that's what I'm driving. Like my 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 songs, if I put them out, they get put out, which means they pass the car test. They passed the car test, meaning I'm listening to that bitch in the car by myself, you know, chilling. I'm having a good time. And then once right. I like it, I'm like, okay, this bitch is going out. It's perfect. So that's that's kind of my process with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that well, yeah, that's kind of my process too. Like when, whenever I whenever I don't send something to clientele, like a remix, then I'll mix it a hundred times and then upload it on my phone. And then take it in the car, listen to it, see if it sounds right. And right. then I might ride around with a little bit and like, you know what? Yeah, this is it. But before the ride happens, I might have to mix and listen to it in the car. Nah, I don't like it. Let me run back in the house, turn to the 
it bounce it out, do it again. But this this will probably happen like ten times before I actually get to the riding part. And okay. I'm after that, and then I might hear something else I want to change. It, it's just a headache. That's why I just send everything to clientele whenever yeah. whenever I can. Hey, at least in that aspect, it's good to have a guy for that. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I get that. I I'm sure. I, I I'm assuming I can't relate to that because I do everything myself, but. I'm sure that's a very valuable tool to have to have in your own guy. Like for me, at least, I don't know. I never understand per se. I mean, I've worked with artists um, definitely before. I'm working with a buddy of mine, uh, Tino. He's shout out to him. He's got a crazy name. He goes by Scumbags Gut Missile. And uh, he, he's just an interesting guy. I've seen him perform live a couple of times at some uh, places down here. Uh, down in Sarasota, in, uh, Florida, uh, about an hour south of Tampa, where I'm originally from. And um, but what I did for my music, um, I had about 18 unreleased songs that I had, maybe about 22 unreleased songs that I had um, that I just went ahead and either put away for good or sold them off to other people. Um, you know, just to other artists, they had the rights, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just credit me. We're cool. Um, so, and then I picked the main songs that I really liked the most out of like the 18 or 20 songs or so. Um, and then put them out for the uh, Notorious Sampler uh, EP uh, project that I put out last year. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, so it's good, man. So, you know, I'm in the works right now, working on some new stuff, and um, I may eventually go back to start selling stuff. I mean, you know, for you, you know, you know, I'm always, you know, definitely willing to work with you. I mean, that definitely would be dope on, you know, different stuff, whatever, man. I mean, because obviously, you know, I consider you like a friend of mine, obviously being physically meant person, but, you know, from friend from afar, but, you know, I've always supported your work, man, and, you know, it's... Uh, definitely I appreciate you know, it. no i appreciate you man for sure it's just it's you know uh, again uh, music music is a great language to bring people together obviously not just from all walks of life but from all over the place right so you know. and the fact that you're able to like put out so much and like make so much that just shows that like yeah just like you said you do it because you enjoy doing it so whenever it does pop off for you, I say whenever because I know what's going to happen, then it's going to be even better because you're not going to feel like, oh, this is a job. It's, it's like, oh, I love doing this and I'm, I'm getting bread and I'm, I'm, I'm making a living off this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the best, that's the best way to make a living doing something you love. Cause you, you got, you got millionaires and people that, that work at Fortune 500 companies. They hate your life. Like executive vice presidents of banking firms or accounting firms like like yeah, for me i don't want to be walking right into no office i don't care if i'm rolling up in a mercedes i ain't walking with a five hundred thousand dollar a year salary or wall street or pfizer right now if you want to end up getting a few million dollar kickbacks whatever the fuck whatever the fuck works that's not me i don't i, I work in a you know, job now I work in IT and stuff like that. I love what I do. I love the technology. I love the the passion for it. And obviously being able to know how to do that 
has been instrumental in me being able to do what I do now with the music, with the podcast, and just doing it myself. You know, for me, I just look at stuff and click and figure things out, watch YouTube videos or read or guides or whatever. I'll figure stuff out and I've been able to put out my stuff in a quality format. My stuff doesn't sound like shit. And it clearly doesn't. No, I don't want people to, you know, I want you to be able to enjoy it. You know, it's nothing high end, not fancy, but you're able to figure it out for yourself. You're good. Um, you know, so for that, you said, you know, if you're label now, man, what else is on your agenda that you're looking to, you know, looking to do within at least 2022 or even a couple of years from now, you know, what do you see for your career for yourself? Well, man, I wanted I wanted to throw my own event back in 2020, but you know, yeah, I you see how that worked out with the pandemic and, and all this little wild stuff that that made things worse. And now, even even now with things going the way it is, I, I don't I want to talk too much on it because you know, like whenever we do put this out, I don't want it to get flagged or nothing. They had a little label underneath it, but you know that the um 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 the numbers going up and all that and i'm like man am i ever gonna be able to do this show like i want to but yeah that's the goal i want i want to throw my own event and show that i can really like pack out a building bring people out because like i know i can do it um, what, uh, what, i want to drop some more merch okay um i gotta check okay, out some of your merch too i gotta yeah, check out uh, some of your merch man i saw some of that stuff um, a couple of days ago when you and I were talking, just walk looking at your website. I'm like, God damn, dude. That shit's clean. But like next stuff I do, it's gonna be even better. Like I'm I'm a, I'm gonna get way better designs. Like, I'm about to like I'm about to like, are you familiar with the uh, um the guys from Griselda? West Side Gun, Benny the Bush on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know those guys. So like that their their merchandise looks crazy. I want I want mine to look like some like stuff that you go to the store and you like, you know what? I want to pick it out. I want people to wear my stuff like they're wearing, like they're wearing Versace or or, or Gucci or or um or any name brand you think of. I want I want people to see my clothes and be like, dang, I gotta have it. If I got that on, I'm popping. So like I'm 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 trying to get my stuff detailed the way they got theirs. Um so yeah, definitely some merch, better merch in the near future. Um I'm gonna have to get back out here, um, uh, get the street promo popping. I got, I got, a, I got a few people that I could go to with that. But um, uh, as soon as I know is everybody's gonna be outside and there ain't gonna be no more lockdowns and no like that, I'm really gonna get the street promo popping, get flyers and more posters up. Cause I kind of experimented that in the beginning of 2019, but I didn't really like go all the way in with it like I knew I could. Right. Cause it was right. just like kind of a little testing. Now, when it comes to the fashion, that definitely caught my eye. You know, who do, who who are your influencers with fashion? Who do you? What different trends do you like? Um, you know, different style. You know, do you have a, a a North Carolina type type taste type style that you're looking to maybe implement in the future? You know. Honestly, like with North Carolina, a lot of us, I, I don't, don't want to say we wave ride, but like we 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 kind of we're influenced by a lot of different places because you know everybody from North Carolina, well, a lot of people from North Carolina ain't even from North Carolina. 
So like right. I was born and raised here, but you know, I got friends that are, um I grew up with that are from New York, Virginia, um, Georgia, Philly and all um, Philly, places like that. So like I'm influenced by mm-hmm. a lot of the up north fashion. Uh, I see I see some of the artists from Atlanta. I like how I like they swag and how they how they put clothes together, how they put their outfits together. Um, a lot of the younger guys I work with, I see, I see how they dressed on Instagram, and I feel like, dang, man, you got some drip. I, I fuck with it, but you know, I, I, I just pull my my fashion influences from all over the place. Okay, pretty much. That's dope, man. That's awesome. I definitely want to get some baby Nate because I, I like, I like how that baby Nate look. Yeah, no, I feel you. Like for me, I love fashion. I wish I could draw and illustrate but my handwriting looks like dog shit man i'm gonna be straight up honest with you it is terrible you know it looks like michael michael j fox signing a check is by handwriting to me and i'm sorry but my mine's atrocious my handwriting is absolutely atrocious but uh i can't say it what is yours that bad hey you want to see who yeah man hold on let me Hey, hey, want want to have a contest of who has the shittiest handwriting? Let me show you the hashtags I wrote down for my Instagram. Okay. See, for me, I don't even have a pen in sight. I don't remember last time I had a pencil or something legitimate to write on in this house. So, which is just fine. See, listen, I'm an IT guy, so it works out. It does. Either way. If I wasn't in IT, if I worked at Hertz, Toronto, Cars, whatever the fuck, my handwriting would still be atrocious, and I'd just be still doing everything digitally. But my handwriting is god-awful. But I wish I could paint and illustrate because I have so many visual... I'm a visual thought guy for the most part, which obviously becomes more visual emotion of with your art and your craft and, you know, you know what you want to do, your passion, really. But... I have so many great concepts of different ideas that I wish I could draw out in map because a lot of people say that my words like in different writings and different stuff has a very visual context to it, I suppose, at least for me, that's how I see it, but that's cool that other people see that too. So I guess that's what it is, but I wish I could be able just to be able to paint or draw something visually and that look good, not like fucking you know, top of the line, just put something, something that's even legible. You know, it doesn't we'll see legible. like it doesn't have to be perfect because, like, uh, one of my bros, Trayvon, um, he he has this brand called THC, and um, uh, when he first showed me the sketch of his logo, it didn't really look that great. You could tell it was like a, a little sketch together, but then you know, of course, if you don't mind outsourcing it, then like you could send it to somebody who can make it like. You you give them the basic idea that you got, draw it out, and they can make it come to life. They can basically make it look perfect. And then, you know, if you're pleased with it, then they go your logo. Right, right. That's awesome, man. So it's like has he gotten and better? Over crazy. Yeah, has he gotten better over time and whatnot with what he's doing? Like he he sold some merch over um over Shopify, 
But like we had this whole discussion. Um, I, I don't know if I'm oversharing or nothing. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't mind me saying it, but like he doesn't feel like he's been as consistent with it. And I really, I, I don't feel like I've been as consistent as I want to be with the music either, because I've been spending more time learning mm-hmm. the process than actually putting content out. But that's gonna change. Yeah. So well, like, that was you know, we both able to. Hmm? Yeah, that's how it was with me for God six years or something, man. I didn't put out new music for that long um so what i was doing was selling old stuff um recently and then so that way while i can put out the selective songs i want to put out for my uh, record that way i can go ahead and put them out and then while the release is coming up i'll start working on new stuff and reteaching myself i had to re-talk teach re-educate myself on the whole music making process from beginning to end the mixing the mastering part i was always pretty good with but the beating the making the beats again and getting with the melodies again and teaching myself because i wasn't doing that proactively i would like fuck around and stuff time to time but nothing really solid would ever come into it because my heart wasn't in it at the time i was focused on other stuff plus life in the way different path directions and other stuff happened um but now now that i got my life i feel very stable in a sense um i'm finally able to be in the prosperous stage with my crafts and my hobbies that i like to do that's where i feel like that's where i feel like i'm currently in my life situation now and goddamn what a beautiful fucking thing and i don't know if you you're in that state or you're working on that state, but we've not all been in. We well, I'm not. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I'm getting there though. I, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting know, there. It, it, it could be there, they be a lot more stable, but it's better than it was back in like 2020. That that's that's when that's when life that's when life threw a big curveball in me. Man, you know, life grabbed I'm, us all by the balls. Man, life grabbed us all by the balls. Yeah. It sucked and. I don't know if you lost anyone close to you, family, friends, coworkers, acquaintances of COVID. If you have, I'm so sorry for everybody. Oh, not today. Well, thank God. Not today. You're you're luck. I I I haven't either. Um, thank God. But um, but job wise for everybody, I've been very fortunate. I've been very very blessed. Unfortunately, you know, unfortunately because the realization is that so many people have been fucked over and fucked up for no fault of their own and that's tragic and i hope we're all able as not just as a country or politically speaking or whatever um for all of us as a society as a human being regardless of skin color you are who you pray to if you pray at all wherever the fuck however you got here we need to fix our attitude and look in the mirror and come together as the common folk as americans as a human being because majority of the stuff we're fighting over is just silly at the end of the day yeah. we're all it really we, is we all we got man you know you is all you got we is all what we need to be and we is all we need to have you know because at least in the mentality aspect I figure that's an easier fight to fix than people physically changing their actions. But goddamn, shit's fucked up. Let's 
we, we'd all just need to relax a little bit, at least have some sort of clear mentality, calmer mentality, I would say. That's a good start. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's I, true, man. It is, man. But, um, I, you know, I definitely appreciate you coming on to the podcast, man. Um, it's definitely been a uh, tremendous, uh, great time with you, uh, for sure. I definitely appreciate oh, man, you. Any time, man. I mean, um, you're the official first remote guest of the Notorious Talk podcast, if that means anything. But uh, um, I definitely appreciate you taking the time. And obviously, over the years, as you put out new music and stuff, I've always, you know, you know, gave you love for that and. Just, you know, tell you to keep going because I can see you're a young dude, you know, go, as as a man, human being, going through life's bullshit. We all have our own ways and our own lives and the way we're doing things. But where I'm seeing things from the music side, where I'm seeing things from the success side and what you're doing and getting more exposure and getting those numbers up and doing what you're doing, um, it's dope. It's dope to see. So I think we gotta, you know, give love to people and, you know, give that positive encouragement because other people are going to see that. And hopefully that means something to somebody in some way, shape or form. I don't know, but hopefully it does. Um, but I just wanted to give you those props and give you those, you know, words of encouragement, hopefully. And, uh, you know, just tell you to keep rocking, man. 2020 and 2021 were hard for all of us as we're saying, but allow 2022 to be great, not just for you and me, but for us both and for those around us in our team, friends, family, and all those. And I'm just moving on to better things and the bigger things. So I just wanted to just say my piece for that. Absolutely. Yeah, I wish you prosperity too, man. And I'm all happiness because, you know, that, that's what we're all in pursuit of at the end of the day. We're all trying to live our dreams. We're all trying to do our thing out here. We are, man. But I think we'll call it a wraps, man. But we'll definitely be in contact um, once I get the podcast and everything, you know, set together and everything. Um, we'll put it sure, out. Man. And, uh, you know, allow 2022 to be a, a bigger and better thing. All right, man? Yes, sir. All right, man. Peace and love. Peace, bro. See you. See you.